0: Anyway, ready? I was I was very confused. I, I went on Twitter just to see what the hot news is, um, and then the top trend is hashtag Warrior Cats ableism. Why? Um, at that we're gonna save that problem for later. We're gonna save that. We're gonna save that for another time.
1: Okay. First Reaction Fan Reaction, I'm your host, Dara Whitman, and here with me is my lovely co-host,
0: Kaylin Clothier.
1: It's so weird, because like you're just next to me.
0: Like, we, could, we could just like reach out and, and... But Kaylin's germophobic. I am. This is not a good time for me to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's... it. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm having a great time, everybody.
1: Listen, we're going to be fine as long as you wear your face mask, and when you come home after a long day, you, you take off the proper clothes and you take a shower as long as you're fine. like Wash your hands. Yes, that too. And luckily we've been separated long enough and have been doing this long enough so that we know we're safe. Yeah. We're good. All right. Maybe. Well, we're still watching Pushing Daisies yeah. for the time being. We're still doing it. I still have the power for a very short time, mm. but I'm loving it because it's one of my favorite shows. And today we're talking about season one, episode three, The Fun and Funeral.
0: Oh, yeah. What'd you think of this? It was it sure was fun. <laughs> we brought back some stuff. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was good. All right, do you want to get into
1: to a synopsis? Mhm. All right, so the prologue is with a uh, young Ned, and it's basically he just kind of figures out uh, the length of time for uh, before somebody like when he brings somebody to he life experiments. Yeah, so that's how we, that's how we learned that he is when he brings something to life, they can stay alive for one minute, and then some something else has to die. Mm-hmm. So that's basically not that interesting, but, like, it's something we knew. Right. But uh, I wonder if the point of this rule is going to come back later. Hmm. Maybe. So then we go back to present day, and Ned and Chuck are baking pies. Yeah. And uh, we figure out that, I guess, when Ned is cooking, after he brings the fruit back to life, he just, and he, like, has to still prep it, he just
0: uses a glove. He wears a glove.
1: Anyway, but uh, but Chuck's helping him, and they're talking, and she's, like, basically like, rum- uh, she's reminiscing about, like, oh, I have a new life now, what can I do with it, that kind of thing.
0: Right, she gets very, like, reflective and contemplative. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then she also asks, uh, why is it only a minute? A Great question. It's a great question that I don't,
0: that, like, Ned doesn't really want to answer because then it's going to bring it to... To all the other stuff that happened, like the fact that someone else had to die for her to be alive again, mm-hmm.
1: and then also uh, Chuck decides to kiss Ned through saran wrap. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's I mean, I guess like Mike would be like, "What happens if it rips?"
0: That's what I was thinking, know. It's like it's not like super thick. Like if you like, if you're not careful, that thing's gonna like.
1: Well, it also says like you don't need a real as long as like you don't need a thick layer. Right. But uh, yeah, so that's the first time they kiss through saran wrap. Which Olive sees and is kind of like
0: Confused and also sad and also
1: mad. Both.
0: She's jealous. All and then things. but
1: then um like as she's watching this, uh she at she's asked for coffee by a traveling salesman named Alfredo Alderecio.
0: Nice. All of these names are like, <laughs> these names are like really funny. No, I love it. That's like show. all these names are fun. And then Ned. And then Ned. It's just Ned.
1: Uh, because basically, uh, Olive said something about, like, the atmosphere leaving the room when you found out that Alfredo has a fear of that.
0: He has a very specific phobia about the atmosphere diminishing and then all the air actually being sucked out of the room. Well, so. luckily, he can use the homeopathic antidepressants that he sells as a traveling
1: salesman. He's a traveling
0: salesman. <laughs> so, I guess, it sounds like he also makes them himself. I, he, it sounds like he, he was, like, the first to jump on the essential oils train. Yeah, but you shouldn't consume essential like like like. You probably shouldn't.
1: Like no. smelling them through a diffuser is fine, but like you shouldn't <laughs> consume them like through like like you eat them. Like I use the diffuser, mm-hmm. which like I think like technically, if you use it too much, it can cause like.
0: Yeah, you gotta watch out. Also, it's not good for for pets. Depends. The, certain oils aren't good for certain. Oh, pets I just use animals. it in my
1: room, and my dog doesn't. That's fine. You're no, I, th- I was about to say, like, I think just, like, I use a diffuser, and I think they say, like, you should only use it for, like, a couple hour increments, mm-hmm. but I kind of just, like, leave it on while I'm sleeping.
0: That's fine. Yeah. Do you feel relaxed? I do. It kind of depends. Like, it makes my room feel nicer. Yeah. And that just puts you in a better mood. Mm-hmm. That's fair.
1: Despite the fact that Goop sells, like, one bottle for 20 bucks.
0: What? What kind of oil are they selling? I don't know. I Listen, Can I should get oil? off... The- you should probably stop looking on Goop. I will say this
1: for people who are going to mock me. I have not purchased anything. So, yeah, it's fine. You're just, you're just looking. You're just, like, kind of pointing It's really, laughing. it's kind of like, I can't stop. I can't stop. It's such, I, if we do it randomly we might talk about it, I can't stop looking at you it. You have a serious goop problem. I do.
0: But at least I haven't wasted money. That's true. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Pushing Daisies. Pushing Daisies.
1: Um, so then Emerson comes in, and he gets ice cream, which means now I want ice cream. Mm-hmm. And uh, ice cream. basically talks um, tells Ned uh, that, or tells Ned that he has a case, but he wants it to be private with just him and not Chuck, but like, you know. Chuck. You know. Chuck you Chuck's know. The so then they go to the morgue, because mm-hmm. uh, we find out that this guy died mysteriously.
0: Yeah. I
1: wonder what happened.
0: Mm, it's, a, it's a very good question.
1: So then we get into the morgue, and we find <laughs> out that the deceased is one of... Uh, it's Lawrence, I said Schultz, but it's Schatz. Schatz. And, uh, we all know how he died.
0: Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad situation, because, uh, because Chuck comes along and has to be like, oh, how'd this guy die? We what? know. Yeah. Yeah, Ned did it. Ned did Because of it. the minute rule. Because of the minute rule. He just have to be in the proximity.
1: Yeah, yeah. but apparently, so we found out that it's, uh, Lawrence's brother, Louis, is, uh, thinks that his brother was murdered, mm-hmm. which I think would makes which makes sense in the fact that, like, uh, we find out that, uh, look, but the family's basically grave robbers, but we're not, we don't know the fact that Lewis knows, even though it's obvious. Anyway, that Lawrence was, like, great, like, was caught as a grave robber. Correct. And selling stuff online. Yes. And they got a lot of death threats. They
0: did get some fair share of death threats. Yes. Yeah, so it's kind of like, well, so what if like, one of these guys murdered him? Right. Even yeah. though they, they suspected just because, you know, his, like, heart gave out or something.
1: That's what they think. And, like, also, like, when they, if they did an autopsy, like, when they not find any other evidence that, like, nothing... That's it's a great question.
0: What does the guy at the morgue do?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, like, that kind of thing. I guess, like, wouldn't, like, like, a doctor say, like, look, like, there's no signs of foul play here. Right. And, like, your brother was kind of an unhealthy guy. Like, he smoked a lot, probably. Right. That kind of thing. So, like, maybe he just died.
0: I don't think it was, like, I guess but there's a case and I guess Lewis is
1: offering a reward.
0: Yes, yeah, cuz it's money and also cuz Emerson says that he's trying to do Ned a favor. <laughs> it's not a favor. I mean it he's is kind of a favor, but also to, like if uh, anybody
1: else finds out, but then also how yeah, would you find
0: out? Right. Well, we find out later that you could make a case on it. Very very limited evidence. It's a very so. t- it's very limited. You really have evidence. no evidence. Hey. Uh, like no physical evidence.
1: We'll get to that anyway. So then, um, but as they're leaving the morgue, uh, Chuck ba- like basically Ned just kind of like says that he did it, mm-hmm. and then Emerson rips the bandaid off instead of peeling it slowly and then running it under <laughs> <More, more> water. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, and then Chuck finds out. Yes, that in order for her to live, somebody else had to die. So she's upset. Yeah, understandably so. Yeah, she feels like she, and she
1: feels like that this life isn't her own. Then,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, but
1: it's like, eh, just kind of think of like the choices that like we make and that kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, okay, I was gonna say also there's another discussion with um, Olive and afraid, and uh, I know I think at some point they say Fredo, but like I know his full name's Alfredo, but yeah, I'll say Fredo, and it looks like there might be... at least like it looks like he's interested in her. He's
0: like into it because she just happened to accidentally press one of his. The personal buttons, that he's like, mm.
1: and like, I don't know if yes. I should go for this because he might be a bit cuckoo bananas, uh, little. Mm, but like, at least he's interested, unlike some people. That's true. That's true. He's right there. But this is where yeah, he kind it. of um, explains his um his homeopathic antidepressants. Also, I forgot to mention that um Alfredo's played by. Uh, Raul Esparza.
0: Uh, what Barza? Esparza?
1: Okay, I don't know I who think, that is. Okay. I know he, he. does. I think he does a bunch of stuff with Brian Fuller. Oh, ah. and then I think he's on like Broadway. He's been on Broadway.
0: Ah. A lot of a lot of theater folks in Brian Fuller's That's true. programs. It appears. Oh, he's a Delaware fellow. That's not far off from our area.
1: Yeah, I know he's in Hannibal.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, he was—he uh, was in Law and Order SVU for uh, for a long time. Very nice. Damn, that's a lot of episodes. Why well, is... Law and
1: Order has been on forever. That's SVU? So
0: long. SVU. It's been on forever. Yeah. It's like Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. They, don't you ever just want a show to end? Sometimes. Don't you ever just want to be like? It's I think I time. said this to my sister,
1: and I will, and I've kind of vowed to this. If Grey's Anatomy ends like <laughs> soonish, I'll watch it. I'll watch all of it.
0: Oh man, that's too much.
1: And then we'll do it for this show. No,
0: I'm I don't not... want to watch Grey's. I don't want to watch Grey's Anatomy either. I have either. no desire to watch Grey's Anatomy. Oh,
1: I've seen episodes and like I can't. Like I kind of get involved, but like I don't
0: when want it, like, to. When it's like trending on somewhere, or like I just like will look through it and just try to like piece together what happens. But I'm not a big medical procedure person. I just I get grossed up by medical stuff. But I like House. I'm not super grossed out by it, but just like I just can't get it that interested. Like. If, like, I can watch, like, a few episodes, because I start, um, because I watched the season or two, season, and then a couple episodes in the next season of The Resident, which, that show's silly. That show is silly. Watched that with my parents. And also, there's some stupid stuff in there. I was, anyway. I digress, but I'm not big into medical procedurals.
1: The most well, I ever watched
0: was, like, a season of something. I thought you watched Scrubs. Does that count? That's it's a little different. I guess it's because Scrubs is a comedy, and yeah. it's, like, doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, I do like scrubs. That's, that's true. I will, I will rescind my statement. I do like scrubs. No one else has done it like scrubs, so. Okay. Pushing daisies. Pushing daisies, yeah. All right, so then, uh, but, so there's that. And then also,
1: um, Ned's still upset at Emerson because Mm -hmm. basically revealing that, like, yeah, why I have this rule, which you probably should have told her anyway. Yeah. And then, uh... Uh, they need to go back. They want to go back to the funeral home because basically Emerson just wants to find out where all of the,
0: Right, all the the stolen heirlooms are. But located. they said some
1: of them were sold on like were sold online, so clearly some of them are gone.
0: Right, but there's still a good number, probably. Unless it's
1: yet. like a double scheme where like they take the stuff, they try to sell them, then they get the money and then they don't give it to the people.
0: Oh, which means they can sell it again if they want it to. Oh, that sounds like a double lot. Of, scheme. That sounds like a lot of work. Yes. But the money is worth it. But Ned doesn't want to go because no. of like, double jump. I don't know. Yeah.
1: And uh, but Chuck says like, no, I want to go because I want to thank him and yeah. you need to apologize. Right. Right. Anyway, so they go to the funeral home mm-hmm. where where Lawrence is being buried, and then also we meet we meet Lewis. Yeah. They're twins. They're twins. And uh, he's wearing a darling mermaid darling
0: shirt. Mm-hmm. And they supposed to have a tour, but then it got canceled. Yeah, because they had an emotional relapse. They
1: did. They got a post. They were about to go, but then they got a postcard from Charlotte, from mm-hmm. Chuck, and uh, then they got sad. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they got water in her eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. So the drug got canceled, and then Chuck's more upset, and then they, see, they go into Lawrence, they bring her back to life, Ned apologizes, Chuck tries to, like uh like say like hey thank you for my life i guess blah 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 mm-hmm. and then emerson's like where'd you hide the this, this stuff and then he's like ask lewis we did it together right and it was i'm a like family oh. affair were you shocked by that like especially like when lewis like did the timeline no. thinking he's like oh larry how could you
0: right no not at all it was, it was to be expected
1: yeah so there was that and uh what happened Oh, yeah, basically saying it was a family affair. And then um, Lauren's like, he got everything but this watch, which was going to be buried with him. And then Chuck's like, oh, yeah, I had a watch like that. It's like, yeah, I stole it from you. <laughs> and then she's pissed.
0: Yeah. And
1: then, yeah. like, takes the watch and then drops the coffin the coffin lid. Yeah. But he's
0: still alive. But he's still alive, which means somebody's going to die soon if they and don't get the thing And it's not going to be Ned, because... Yeah, it's, it he, can't be him.
1: And then I think, like, it can't be Chuck because the Double Jeopardy. So, like, the next event will probably be Emerson. So, Emerson bolts.
0: Emerson just runs. He just books it because he does not want to be in the proximity.
1: Yeah, and then, but then they do get the coffin open and they,
0: you know. Yeah. I would say, time. like, when we say a minute, it's more like a TV minute. Right. So, yeah. it's not exactly. They do a lot of things in that minute. That minute is very, uh, it's very flexible. Yeah. <laughs> I would actually go back and, like, time all of those to see, like, how long it actually takes. You can do it. I don't feel like doing uh, it. I don't. No, I don't feel like doing that right now. But i get famous.
1: it. But anyway, so they get open, and, they, and uh, he dies. And then Chuck is kind of, like, looking at the watch mm-hmm. that was her dad's, and then it was hers, and then it was his. So then, mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think, because I think, I don't know if he saw it on the watch, but, like, on it, it he's thinking that he saw CC. It looked like C I don't think.
0: Did they say her dad's name? I don't think so. So her dad's name is Charles. Ah. Charles. 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 Charles, Charles. Yeah. Chuck Chuck Charlie Charlie Chuck 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 Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Did you?
1: But of then Chuck's also I upset did. about her aunts because they're yeah. depressed again. Yeah. So she's like, ugh oh, like and is like all sad about this. And then um
0: Yeah, she misses her aunts.
1: Yeah. And then they find Emerson everything's fine-ish, but then they also have all of the death threat letters from family members who are rightfully upset.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: And they want to figure out how to, like, you know, find the letters and give it back to people. Emerson kind of wants to do it for the money.
0: He's in it for the money,
1: as always. And also he's kind of like, I didn't steal it, I I don't condone what they did, but I didn't take it, it's already one stolen, and Chuck's like, not how that works. Right.
0: Yeah, she she is the moral center of the group. Yeah.
1: And then she's looking at it depressed, and she says this is depressing, and who pops up?
0: Someone who sells antidepressants. Yeah. Oh, that's funny, because they say homeopathic, but they're,
1: like, he says they're, like, FDA-approved, which I know he could be lying, but, like, it
0: sounds kind of fun. It's,
1: it sounds like fun. Let's enhance our mood. But, uh... Chemically. I think she just, like, wanted them and didn't re- like, I was thinking, like, no, you would have to buy them. Right. But he gives her a sample pack. Yeah. I don't know how long that's gonna last. No idea. But, so she decides, hey, I'm going to bake a pie and Mm -hmm. put some of it in, put some of the antidepressant stuff in there, and then give it to my aunts. Nice. So she bakes a pie with gruyere baked into the crust, which, like, I don't know if that'd be,
0: like, fruit and cheese people tend to, like, I don't really. Boston. Boston, Massachusetts. Their thing up there is putting a big hunk of cheddar cheese on an apple pie. Okay. I'm going to look this up. Hold on.
1: No, I think I heard that because I was listening to. I think I was listening to the last podcast on the left on like the episode of Mormonism, and they're talking about. I think no, that was in Utah. Maybe I don't know. They're talking about pie and beer day. And they said like a slice of pie, a hunk of cheddar cheese.
0: I think it's Boston. I'm sorry if you're from Boston, I'm wrong. But I think it's. I think it's like a. If you're from, New, I think ba- it's like a New England thing. Are you from Boston?
1: That doesn't look... I mean, I'm not a big fan of, like, apple or... I don't like pears, and I'm not a big fan of, like, like apple or pear pies. Because, but, uh...
0: Where's that from?
1: So, like... Awesome. But I guess, like, a nice, like, a groovy... Like, I know, like, people like fruit and cheese together, which I'm also, like, not a huge fan of.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: if it's there, I'll do it, but I think overall...
0: Yes, New England thing. Pushing Daisies? Pushing Daisies. All right. I need all of you to be educated on that. If you weren't already, because you're from that area,
1: so Chuck bakes the pie and then puts it in the thing to be delivered, and then uh, the delivery boy comes by, and uh, it's apparently out of his area. I don't know. I don't know the distance anywhere. Don't ask. I don't know. Nobody will. Nobody
0: know. Everything is like very kind of like it, fluid. it's like within
1: like a a few hour driving distance. Right. If we're gonna say probably don't question it. So, and then, so it's, like, not there, but then, so she asks, do you want to be a delivery boy or delivery man? And then he's, like, boy,
0: bye. <laughs> you go be a man. <laughs>
1: but apparently a lot don't. of people want, around there want pies. But I guess, like, if the pie has been there for, I was thinking about this, if the pie has been there for a while, mm-hmm. like, why wouldn't you just, like, screw it, I'm going to get a pie?
0: Sometimes you just need to, like, sometimes you can't go out to get the pie, you're busy. You got things to Especially
1: do. Especially during a time of social distancing, we need some comfort food. But we don't want to get
0: out to get it. Exactly. So. So. Makes sense.
1: And then I was like, all right, I'll go deliver it. I'll be I'll be a good person and deliver right. this pie. And then as she's leaving, we pan over it in the freezer and we see uh, Louis Schatz. He's dead. He dead. And in a
0: freezer. Yes. In, in the pie hole. In the pie hole freezer. Yes. So not pie good. Hole freezer.
1: Um. And then uh, Ned and Chuck are in the kitchen. And they're kind of talking about uh, Ned's decision to keep her alive. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like rationalizing it in her brain about like... How, like, if something... She's using, like, a damsel in distress kind of thing of, like, oh, I accidentally killed an outlaw right. while trying to save somebody. Mm-hmm. It's, like, how would you feel? And it's, like, I guess good, and then bad is, like, a mix. Right. But then they find Louis shots in the freezer. And he dead.
0: Yeah. Wish they weren't. Mm-hmm.
1: And also they call Emerson, and, apparently, and he's, like, you're being set up. Right. You should probably... And the police are already there. Yeah. So, we, so you know, and... Like, unfortunately, like, luckily they don't have to, like, drag a dead body. They can just bring it back to...
0: Yeah, I, uh, I I was like, oh, my God, how are they going to get the body out? And then he was, like, touching him like, oh, because he's alive again now.
1: So then they get him out
0: mm-hmm.
1: of the freezer. They put him into Emerson's car. And uh,
0: also, nobody technically killed Lewis. Mm-hmm. He choked on a piece of tongue. Yeah, cow tongue. Blech. He was eating some cow tongue, and they choked Have on. you ever tried tongue? No. Do you want to? I have one in my mouth already. We don't need any more. Unless... I'm single. <laughs> 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 Call me. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> now we're gonna get creeps in the comments. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> <I'm> very lonely. <laughs> I'm um. right here. <laughs> I'm not gonna make out with you because yeah, no, I'm not. In-
0: yeah, no. Anyway, let's go. Let's continue. So, so the cops are there.
1: <laughs> well, well, first Lewis tells a story about how like somebody came in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, talking about like a sword that yeah. was that like was like that you from guys stole from the civil war from the civil war that somebody stole, mm-hmm. and then but like instead of like before you say anything, Lewis choked on the tongue and died. Yeah. And, uh, but before he can say where the jewels are, didn't touch them because he's dead. Right. And then they find out the um, guy who probably was like, because uh, reading the le- the death threat letters, Chuck found the letter referring to a Civil War sword. Right. Belonging to one Wilfred, Wilfred Woodruff.
0: Wilfred Woodruff. Excellent, excellent naming in this show. And so, basically, it was
1: buried with his grandfather and it belonged to his great, great... Great.
0: Great. Is that what it says?
1: I don't know. I just was literally putting it in my head. I don't know how many greats uh, it is. Yeah.
0: But like several War. I, yeah, I was confused for a second because I thought it I thought it belonged directly to the grandfathers and it was the grandfather. Great, great,
1: great, great grandfather. Okay. It was buried with his grandfather. Right. But anyway, we'll get to that. Right. So then they're going back to the funeral home mm-hmm. in order to bring back Louis.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, then, and then we cut back to Olive. She's like freaking out going into this house. To give them the pie, right? Which like I, I guess like kind of didn't work because like I knew that it was Lily and Vivian, and they're not right. creepy; they're just weird. Yeah, and also, was like bright daylight,
0: and it is really funny because it looks like at night it'd probably be a really creepy looking house, but it's just like broad daylight, and it but it's like the music and like everything makes it seem like it's like a haunted house, which and then is so funny. Vivian comes out, and then they have they she gets in the
1: pie, and then they have a nice chat, mm-hmm. and that's when Olive learns that. Um, I guess she knew I guess she knew that like Charlotte like Charlotte Charles was, like was there that whole fifth story yeah she didn't know that Ned lived across the street and now and there's a boy who owns a pie shop
0: mm-hmm.
1: so then she puts it together She that, puts
0: it all together that
1: Chuck is Lonely Taurus, who was dead and now is not dead oh no now she knows now something she knows
0: something she doesn't actually but she's got figure out the death stuff she's but got she's leverage pretty close yeah she's, she's got so. leverage she's got it
1: right. Uh, and then we go back to the funeral home, and the door's locked, so they have to go through a window.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the Ned gets through and is like, oh, you guys can fit through. And then everything goes in second.
0: He can't fit. Poor guy. That's the
1: cultural reference later on. <laughs> like, and then anyway, but then also you have to remember, they're in a morgue. Yeah. So the Ned kind of, like I think, like trips, goes onto a dead body. Accidentally
0: touches some, some dead people.
1: And then they... Say that, But then he sees another body moving, and then he goes to it. And then I guess he didn't notice, like, this body was fully clothed and starts poking it.
0: Yep. But uh, it doesn't work, because it's already a live person. It comes... It's it's Wood... It's the Wilfred Woodruff. Wilfred Woodruff. Were you surprised by, like, the look of it and, like, his accent? It was, <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure if I, like, should have laughed. I'm not sure if this is, like, like a Fair Forward's time not funny now, but I thought it was really funny. But I just... I think, I think a lot of this show is just, like... Um, is like, quirky and, and because it deliberately tries to do things you wouldn't expect, like, mm-hmm. the, you know, like, the hardcore uh, private eye, like, like likes to knit, like, things like that. It's, like, little things that, that you don't expect to go together are going together, so, of course, you have the man of Chinese descent with a really thick southern <laughs> accent, accent and a name of, like, um, Wilfred Woodruff. Hilarious. Hila- and it's mostly just hilarious in a way that it's something that you're not expecting.
1: And he's also got a, um, like a sword. He's got, like, the sword. And he's, like,. He's got like, the sword. It's basically
0: about to kill Ned. I love,
1: like, the bit of, like, really dark comedy where he, like, cuts off a foot. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, ah! <laughs> but uh, we find out, uh, Will, uh, Wilfred's story, which is that his great, 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 great grandfather, uh, Fan Bing Wu, I guess, was a, like.
0: Rail? Was, no? like, yeah, like, a, like one of the, um,. The immigrants who worked on like the railroad. Yeah, Yeah. and I
1: guess like their foreman died, Mm -hmm. so then most of them ran one way. He ran the other way.
0: Yeah, he he ran towards the south, and not northwest like many of the others. And then he
1: decides to steal the clothes of a dead Confederate officer.
0: Why not? He steals them, and then I guess like the Confederates don't think about it, and they just they respect the uniform, and so he adopts. Doesn't matter the doesn't matter the ethnicity. Ah. Look, the Confederates weren't as racist as we thought. Excellent. (laughs) Wonderful. Yeah. That settles a lot of things. They were fighting for independence. It's all about states' rights.
1: It's all about states' rights and nothing else.
0: The states' rights to do what? Time will tell. Anyway, let's continue. (laughs) To
1: be racist. Ah! Ah!
0: Pushing daisies. Pushing daisies. But apparently he was a hero in the Civil War. Well, good for him then. (laughs) <laughs> He's got a sword now. It's <laughs> still lost. It's fine. It's they still lost. It's, it's kind of fine. fine. It's it. Twenty twenty has been a hell of a year. It has been. Um. So where are we? Sword fight. Sword fight. There's a sword um,
1: fight between Wilfred and Ned. It's
0: so silly. It's that <laughs> this is just so. But the music's silly. really epic. It is. It is, and that's what th- that. Even, that makes it sillier.
1: But we find out that Wilfred knows how to sword fight because he liked was doing a bunch of Civil War reenactments, right. and Ned knows because he wanted to be a Jedi. The one franchise that Lee Pace was not in. Uh For better or for worse. True.
0: Probably for better. We're not gonna get into that right now. Anyway. Anyway, they have the fight. Yes, they
1: have a fight. And then I guess like Ned jumps under curtains and then he kind of looks like some kind of dashing hero.
0: Yes, like he looks like like Prince Charming. They
1: knock out uh the Wilfred. Yep. And uh there's also like a like a nice sweet like romantic bit. Mm-hmm. And then they find all the stuff.
0: They find all the stuff. Well, but before we realized that yes, it was Mr. Woodruff who did the body in the freezer. It was, mis- yes, it he was. saw Ned run away right before they found Lawrence dead. So he thought he could pin it on him. Yes. And other things. So. But then
1: also technically nobody
0: killed them. Yeah, so. Yeah, well, I guess technically Ned killed. He did technically. He did technically like, kill. Like he them. knew that it was going to happen. But he was a dick anyway, so like it doesn't really matter.
1: That's karma. And I guess Wilfred's arrested because uh,
0: he tried to frame somebody for murder. Probably, and also yeah, probably some questionably legal things. Yes, yeah.
1: So um, they find all the hidden heirlooms, and uh, I think it's like a bit, bunch of bit of bending scenes. The main, the big one is that uh, Ned and Chuck are finding all of the uh, like matching up all the death threats with heirlooms and sending yeah. them to people, which is nice. Right. That's cost a lot of money in mail and, and wrapping postage. and ribbons.
0: Lots of
1: postage. Uh, Emerson decides that he's never going to be stuck in a hole again, so he starts
0: losing yeah, weight. He, yeah, he cuts down a little bit. That was the one lesson he learned, was that he doesn't want to be stuck in a hole again.
1: <laughs> we found out Olive's a bit happy because, well, her express machine's fixed, since we forgot that like, that was a big thing that like the express machine was broken, mm-hmm. that Fredo fixed.
0: Yeah. It's cute. It's a gesture of affection, but she doesn't realize it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Yay. So what'd you think? Happy ending. I mean, most of the episodes have happy endings mostly happy, besides the fact where people die. Eh, uh, it's a murder procedural. It's fine. Um, this one was key. I'm trying to think of like what I liked about it. Um, I liked. I always like when like things are revealed to other characters. So I was like happy um, that this happened that, quickly. Yeah, yeah. That Chuck found out that about like the whole rule thing. Like this was a good. That was a good kind of timing to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the. I always like when characters meet each other, so I like that Olive met the ants I thought that was good mm-hmm. um so yeah I'm trying am trying to think otherwise um I just think I just think it's so funny how like uh like the show feels like so anachronistic to me as far as like style- it's very stylized in a way that doesn't like necessarily fit in one time period, and so it's funny, because originally I thought the guy just said it was his grandfather who was in the Civil War, and I was like. How does that work timing wise? And then you have the Ned character talking about Star Wars and it's just like things like that, that like, don't like necessarily go together, but like they do and they don't. And it's just kind of like funny. And like, there's so much of this show that like takes place in a way that like doesn't feel like as grounded. Like you don't know, like know like where things are and Mm -hmm. like when things are, but then they have like certain like uh, pop culture references. And so it, it doesn't have like, it's not grounded in like a certain way, which I think is like Interesting and sometimes bothers me, but I but that's more like a personal problem. Um, yeah. But I like I am enjoying it now. But if I watched this, if I had watched this when it came out, like I think that would have bothered me. But now I can enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, why? I don't. I it's I it's so funny because um, I run into this when I write, so I don't know why I do this. Um, why it bothers me, but like show like stories that don't feel like if I can't like figure out like exact when and where it is, like, I'm like. But then, how can I immerse myself in it? I don't, it's very weird. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm but I'm over it now. We we've grown.
1: Yeah, I, was, I really like this episode. Uh, I think I like sometimes like there's a lesson that like Ned needs to learn throughout, and that's like the one of like, hey, like we all make choices and like. Right. Like even like with this one, he says like, I would still do it again. Like yeah, there I'm upset yeah. about this, and there's conflict consequences, but like yes. that, and I like the final line of like, I'll go get some saran wrap. <laughs>
0: that was good.
1: Listen, they're working a way around it, as we find out later with their problems.
0: Yeah. They or got problems. you want some trivia? Let's get some trivia in here.
1: Um, so apparently they misspelled Cord Accords in the pilot, and they fixed it here. Nice. And then also the funeral home was changed, because it was Cord funeral home. And now it's the Schultz's, Schatz's funeral home. Nice. Schatz's brother's funeral home. Okay, yeah. Um, Chee McBride had a butt double when he was stuck in the basement window of the funeral home. <laughs> the culture references, we mentioned that when uh, Emerson is stuck in the... Uh, in the window, they yeah. uh, Chuck Metson's Winnie the Pooh, Pooh. yeah, because of that whole thing where he gets stuck into the.
0: That's fun. And it's an ABC show, so we can do it.
1: Yeah, um, mentioned the Jedi thing. Um, when Ned is talking to Emerson about, or like when I was talking to Ned about like the whole situation, um, Emerson says, "What do you think hooked? What do you think? Who do you think hooked us up with Corpse Bride? Like, referring to like how they got into."
0: Yeah, yeah. Referring to Corpse Bride, the Corpse Bride, which is a movie. It is a movie. That exists. That you can watch.
1: Somewhere. places. Somewhere. I don't Somewhere. know where. I actually like that movie. I'm not going to lie. I don't think I actually ever saw that one. It's good. Hmm. It's not like Nightmare Before Christmas good. Yeah. Because, like, I would just say, like, there's more memorable stuff in Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. But it's still good. Yeah. I want to talk about the next episode?
0: Uh, Let's do
1: it. All right. We're going to talk about season one, episode four,
0: Pigeon. We have to take a break, though.
1: We are taking a break. We're taking a break. Season one, episode four, Pigeon.
0: Pigeon. What would you think of this? There's a bird in. It. You see, I caught on. I caught on. There's a bird in the episode, which is why they named it Pigeon. Thank you. Thank you. That was a, that was a tough one for me to. But we
1: start off out. in our prologue. It's ready for synopsis. Yeah, I'm ready. In our prologue, sure. uh, basically Ned and Digby reunite, because Digby needs to find his owner. Oh. It's like Futurama, except. Slightly less depressing.
0: Yeah, there's ha- there's a happier end.
1: I've actually never watched an episode of Futurama. I just know that storyline. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, how it's, how
0: it's ext- extremely sad. Futurama was my back was my after school show back in high school. Isn't like
1: I got, high school It's probably fine.
0: Yeah, no, it was a, it was on uh, like four o'clock Comedy Central. I just I know I just know about the sad dog story. Yeah, it's most of it's happy and fun and stupid and silly. They had like the one episode now that's the one everyone talks about
1: yeah alas but digby and ned are reunited because you have to figure out like Yay. how did ned get digby back right correct but they can't touch mm-hmm. but I feel, I feel like digby's kind of aware of that and is like chill with it he's a very smart dog
0: he is he saved a family in a fire it's a very smart dog i love you digby also digby looks kind of like my childhood dog growing up so i'm like very attached to digby right now <laughs> see but he's fine nothing bad happened to digby ever like, since the one time he died, he got better though.
1: <laughs> but anyway, so then we go to the present day. Uh, Ned and Digby into the uh, pie hole, and uh, Chuck is making another pie
0: mm-hmm.
1: with uh, I think it's tart apple, with some other kind of cheese baked into mm-hmm. the crust. I think I, I might I don't know if it's I think I went with Gouda. I've I get Gouda and Gruyere confused a bunch. I wish I knew my cheeses. Taste wise, I know that they're different, and I've had both. I know they're different, but I always get the names confused.
0: I could go for some Gouda right now. I don't have
1: any Gouda. Sorry. On your way home to stop somewhere. I, I will. Do oh. you have your face with you? I will. I,
0: oh, I always keep a mask in my car. Actually, okay. I actually have three in my car right now.
1: Okay. That's <laughs> it. Put one of those on. Go to a nice cheese place that might be opened. Get some. Eat, eat a block of it do- on your way
0: home. Oh, I would oh, That Sounds really good.
1: Anyway. Anyway. But, uh, so then Ned comes in and he's got some, like, bites on his face.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, and Chuck's like, those are bee stings.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I guess, like, is it still
0: the, the, that accurate that, like, when bees sting you that they die automatically? I always... Correct. That's, like, I think it's wasps don't, which is why they sting more. But bees, it's, like, a very specific self-defense thing. and But then when they do it and their stinger comes out, they die.
1: Yeah, I forgot if, like, I thought I read
0: somewhere that that was a misconception, but I guess I w- wasn't. Maybe. That might be true. That it's not, it's a misconception. But in here That's, it isn't. That, was my impur- that was my impression. That was my impression. I am not an entomologist.
1: But when the bees died, and they bit because they stung Ned, they just came back to life. And then
0: more uh, bees. More bees died.
1: But we found out, hey, why does Ned have all these bee things? Well, he turned his rooftop into like a little beekeeper thing for Chuck. That's really cute. It's adorable.
0: Yeah. He did a very nice thing for her. It's a very romantic. A very romantic gesture. Give me a bunch it's like a bunch of beads. But it's like, hey, you know the person.
1: Anyway, so then we go downstairs and everybody's all like happy, including Olive who comes in mm-hmm. because she's happy because she knows a secret.
0: She's got knowledge.
1: And that kind of thing. Uh. we see that Chuck is big we see that the finished pie and uh is about to be delivered, but then Olive says like she'll take it because, you know.
0: She knows a thing. And then suddenly, a pigeon just, like, breaks into the window and dies. Oh, yeah. It's That's rough, buddy. And then I'll just,
1: like, picks it up. And I'm like, and then, like, Emerson says at one point, like, that thing's disgusting. And I'm like, I'm with Emerson.
0: Yeah. No, I would not pick up a dead animal. Can't do it. It's a dead pigeon. I wouldn't touch a live pigeon. I'm sorry, pigeons. They're covered in germs. I don't. Mm. But she's kind of like, Ned, can you feel it? And we're like, no. Don't touch it.
1: Don't touch it. But she's like, and he's like, I don't feel heartbeats, and like, she's trying to like do something a bit flirtatious.
0: Yeah. With like grabbing his hand and like,
1: and he's like, uh. He's like, uh. But then unfortunately, she accidentally, like, they act, uh, I think Chuck technically mm-hmm. knocks the pigeon into Ned's arm. Oh,
0: yeah. And then it comes back to life. It comes back to life. And it's alive like, now.
1: And, and now Ned's concerned about the squirrel and not Emerson because, you know, life equivalency. Right. So we're kind of, although like Chuck and Oliver are kind of doing like a, not. Like, weird, like, basically, I was like, I recently became acquainted with some bird lovers, and then Chuck's like, oh, I know bird lovers, and Link being like, yeah, I know.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and meanwhile, Ned's like, we're trying to get the squirrel to go away so that it won't die. Right, right.
0: And then, and then another bird dies. Then another bird just falls out of the sky. And oh, dies. It's raining dead birds.
1: It's raining dead birds. And then, oh, suddenly, and then suddenly, a, uh, what's, like, a
0: crop plane. Oh, yeah, like crop duster.
1: A crop duster plane crashes into a building.
0: Yeah, it just... An apartment, <laughs> that building. happened.
1: And so the pilot
0: is dead. And his name... It's like Brayden Caden, isn't it? Brayden Caden. Yeah. Great
1: name. Great yeah, Brayden Caden.
0: Brayden Caden.
1: And uh, so he's dead, and then the, uh, Chuck, Ned, and everything go to the apartment. Because he cra- he, cracked, he crashed in the apartment of one uh, Conrad Finch, Fitch. Mm-hmm. So they go to his apartment, yeah, to maybe see if they can find a dead body and ask it what happened, right? To get some money, even though nobody offered a reward yet. Mm -hmm. And as they're there, uh, we learn that Chuck knows a lot about legal stuff because she was an in-home juror.
0: Yeah, which is a
1: thing, apparently. (laughs) I don't know, but then suddenly she trips and Ned can't catch her because she'd be dead. She'd be dead, and then but she is caught by a a decent-looking man. Conrad Fitch.
0: Conrad,
1: hmm.
0: I mm, interesting use of air quotations there. I wonder why you could be possibly doing that. Well
1: anyway, so then Ned's kind of upset and like that kind of thing. Right. And then they and then basically he's kinda of upset because he's like saying, like, Oh my god, I lost all my stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. And we're like, okay. Yeah, because his apartment is destroyed now. It is. So then
1: uh Ned and Emerson are gonna chase the aims and Chuck wants to stay with Conrad. Mm-hmm. Because why not?
0: Yeah. She wants She wants to help. She wants to
1: help. I don't think she's even for about it. I think she's no, just no, like... She was, she,
0: yeah.
1: I think she, like, was... I think she was. I think she kind of misses, like, the feeling of, like, somebody, like, holding her romantically. And it was like, that kind of was close enough. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which sucks. Mm-hmm. So then they go to the... Then go to the morgue. And we find out that the life insurance policy with, um, for Brayden... It turned out that they said it was suicide, therefore his wife wouldn't get any... of the Yeah, the insurance money. Which, like, I guess they just didn't want to pay out, honestly. And then we go back... Insurance. To, we go to the morgue and we meet more guy. I want to know if he actually has a name. I guess it's, cor- it's coroner.
0: The coroner. Morgan. I think it's...
1: Who is it playing in? Uh, Cy Richard- Richardson. Okay. I, I think he might just be a character director, because I haven't seen him in anything else. Mm-hmm. So they go to the morgue, they also see um, Braden's wife, Becky,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he's like, she's like, he was a happy man. <laughs> and Emerson's like trying to play Nagel's way to get money, and then we also, that's when, this is like the official thing of, uh, the coroner makes a deal with Emerson that he just needs to pay if he wants to see the body. Right, right. Because we're all scummy. Ed's yep. Yep. Meanwhile, uh, Ned goes in to see the body. Mm-hmm. And I really like the effect of, like, because, like, when he comes back to life, he's got, like, all this glass in his face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It looked good, and he's kind of like... hmm And then we find out that it wasn't suicide, that his plane was hijacked. Correct. By somebody. And then that's when he crashed. hmm So. It's... So it's a murder. Murder? Hijacking?
0: Um. I'm not sure if it qualifies as murder. Something not good. Something that's not suicide. It's just murder. Just murder. Right.
1: Excuse me. So then we go back to the apartment. Ned finds out that Chuck and Conrad had coffee. And he's got a really good puppy dog face.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, he, 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 he. he gets jealous. And, uh, but then they find out that
1: there's, they smell something weird. Yeah. And they open up the this cra- this chest and there's another dead body. Yeah. And then we bring him back to life. Yes. And uh, he was just relaxing, enjoying his daily prunes, and then a plane came in. Yeah, and then killed him. Yeah. But then we find out, and they think that he would be the hijacker, but he's not.
0: And his name is Conrad. He's the real Conrad. He's the real Conrad. He even says it on his shirt.
1: So the guy that we were talking to
0: is the fake Conrad is, and a hijacker and a hijacker and with Chuck. Irredeemable.
1: Um. Meanwhile, in our B plot. Olive is at Lily and Vivian's with uh the bird, with the pigeon who they named Pidge. And in order apparently Pidge lost her wing.
0: Yeah.
1: In the attack, so they're trying to get her a new wing, which I don't know how that works.
0: It it works. Don't don't question it. It's, don't question it. So they're making so they decided
1: to make her a new wing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's kind of like also like trying to help them deal with like the death of uh Chuck. Mm-hmm. And basically saying like make a little birdhouse in your soul and then you can go to it when you're ready. And I think that Vivian's a bit more open to it and Lily's just kinda like like Vivian's a bit more like optimistic. Yeah. And then Lily's like, Mow. Mow. I Mow. love them both, but she's the one who has like a nice eye patch flashlight. That's pretty cool. And a bejeweler. Yeah, the bejeweler is very important. And you also find out that one of one of their birds' eyes they taxidermy it hence. Although apparently they had a
0: peacock. Apparently, yeah, sure, why not?
1: Or they just bought a taxidermy peacock.
0: I'm sure they pro. It was once an alive peacock. For some reason, like, is the thing was me. I
1: don't know if it's meant to see, but Like I hate taxidermy. Like the idea of it skeezes me out. Yeah. For some reason, the show doesn't bother me that much. I think it's just so in the background. Right. Like the other times I've seen it, it's like very prominent. Or yeah. like I've seen it in real life, and I'm just like, nope.
0: I uh, don't go to Cabela's then. What's Cabela's? That's the hunting fishing store. I live in a liberal area. Yeah. I'm. Hey. Do you still have a Cabela's near you now? No, I was never near me. I always had to, like, drive. I thought away. it was close to you. That's why you
1: knew what it was, and I never knew what it was.
0: No, we just just drive there. It was, like, it's it's a pilgrimage. um. But now I'm a little further away from it than I was before. Is that a good thing for you? It's a better thing for okay, me.
1: Okay, good. But uh, then back to the pie hole. Ned and, uh, not Ned, Chuck and the hijacker are talking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, he kind of, like, they're basically talking about, like, how when you're, when you don't have any more material possessions, like, you can, like, start over, or, like, be sad about it. Right. And he, like, takes her hand, mm-hmm. and she, like, kind of is, like, she, I think she just wants the feeling. So then he says, she's, like, can you just, like, grab my hand again, but I'm going to close my eyes. And then
0: she imagines that's Ned. Yeah. And then for a brief moment, it is as if they're holding hands. Because they're, they're not. not. Because they can't. And then suddenly Ned appears. Yeah. And he's like, what the?
1: And then, and then the hijacker is like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. But he's actually going to run. Yeah. And then they get him. And then Ned's like pulling
0: on his arm, and his arm pops off. Yeah, so he he don't he don't got no. He's missing arms. an arm. Yes, correct, correct.
1: Yep. That anyway, and then we find out more about. Uh, well, and then we a commercial break.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we cut to uh, Ned and Chuck talking about the incident, and basically like Chuck basically saying like what happened and yeah. like what she was doing, and then he's like, Is "That supposed to make you feel better?" <laughs> a little bit. I mean, it does. <laughs> like, a little bit. But then Emerson finds out from his guys in the prison mm-hmm. that the hijacker is named um, Lemuel Wenger. And uh, he went to jail for embezzlement. And he was, while he was shredding something, his arm got stuck in the shredder. Hence why he doesn't have an arm.
0: He was so worried about being caught shredding materials that he didn't realize his hand was going to get caught in the shredder. And then in prison, he is named Lefty Lem
1: by his cellmate Jackson Lucas.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they were jail buddies. And I guess it sounds like they were good friends. And Jackson Lucas was a diamond thief. Mm. And it sounded like they were good friends until he died, and then they need to find... Because we find out that uh, Lemuel's looking for the stolen diamonds. Yes. So they need to, you know, dig up and find Jackson and figure out where the diamonds yeah, are, so then they'll find Lem. I'm going to Lem.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. One.
1: So they find his grave, and they see he doesn't look that decomposed, but his eyes are gone. Yeah. So yeah. Chuck puts on some of her sunglasses. Sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And then they bring him back to life, and then they say, "You need to tell us where the diamond is for karma." Right.
0: For karmic reasons, so you can get into heaven.
1: <laughs> and they find out that the it that he put the jewels in the windmill in, in the von Rowan windmill. Mm-hmm. Yay!
0: We found we have a location,
1: and then he told Lim where they were, where where it was, like as like a like a thank you for keeping the fire alive. I wonder what that means. Anyway, we're going to a windmill.
0: Yay! What a strange and bizarre and quirky location.
1: Well, we have to go to this like uh like windmill uh, keep
0: place. Yeah, the place that knows where all the windmills are. Yeah. So we go there, and it looks like the woman's dead, but she's just a narco-optic. <laughs> which is a really funny callback to the first episode. Yeah. With, like, the con- one conversation there, which is which is good. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, so then they wake her up, and they find out that the Von woman women has been retired to Narm. Narm. Which I forgot for the longest time what it was, but it's National Area of Retired Males. I actually don't know if it's a real place.
0: Is it a real place? Can we look it up? Look it up. Look it up. <gasps> no. Oh. Nope. No, it's a TV. That's a TV. Oh. Uh, darn. Nope.
1: Not, not a real place. Nope. That was on TV for next. So not a real place. Not a real place. But that's where we're going to Norm. Yeah. We're
0: going And Narm. not Nom. Not Nom.
1: And then, meanwhile, as, uh, so they're going that way, and then, meanwhile, uh, all of Vivian and Lily are, like, sitting at their house. Mm-hmm. And then also Pitch starts flying away because she's got to get back she's to get got the message. to go. To get the message, but they took the message out to help to, like, fix her wing. Yeah. So then uh, all of Lily and Vivian are also on their way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What could go wrong?
0: What could go? Uh, nothing. Absolutely nothing.
1: But meanwhile, we got to the windmill and uh, we meet a woman named Elcita. Did, I don't know
0: if you recognize the actress? No. Jemma she, in she has been in the- stuff.
1: She was on Ugly Betty, speaking of callback. Okay, very nice. Uh, oh, she- I know she was on, she was, like, she was a main character on Glee. That's how, and then what else was she in? If you want to say movie-wise, she was an epic movie.
0: Oh, great. Did not watch an epic movie. Do You know what it is? I know what it is. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yes. Uh, She's in the new Bill and Ted movie. Oh, she was in Paul Bauer Mall Cop as well. She was a love interest. So, yeah, that's kind of, like, she's been in stuff. I just find it nice with, like, epic movie, like, the one good thing out of it. That's how she met her husband.
0: Oh. Huh. Well, good for her. Something good. Something good.
1: So she's there, and then uh, Lem knocks on the door, and he's kind of polite. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, like, Gleary's actually not really a murderer. I guess not a murderer. I mean. <laughs> um... Questionable. Questionable. Yeah. But uh, he comes in and he has an axe. And he says he's a photographer, but he doesn't have a camera.
0: Yeah. but <laughs> And she's she's suspicious right away. But she's also bored, so she just lets him come in. Which is, like,
1: fair. But then he ties her up with, like, shoelace
0: knots. Yeah, like, doesn't actually, like, with, like, not real knots, but, like, you know, little shoelace knots. It's really funny. Yeah. And yeah. then,
1: like, there's kind of, like, a spark between them. Like, a little well, you could tell like she was born to the life of Wood Millery. There's
0: not a lot going on.
1: Not a lot going on, and she's tired of waiting. Tired of waiting. So it's kind of, I guess, kind of cute. Sure. Meh. Yeah, it's all right. And then uh, we cut to uh, Emerson, Chuck, and Ned in the car. Mm-hmm. And uh, we <laughs> poor Emerson has to deal with their relationship.
0: Yeah, they're talking about relationship, and Emerson's just there. Has it's kind like it it of like a thing of,
1: like, checking, like, hey, we're like every other couple. Instead of, like, we don't have just one big problem and then nothing else. We have much smaller problems. Yeah, right. Before we get to the bigger problem. Right. Which is a big problem,
0: but. It is a big problem, but it does not mean they can't have other problems, too.
1: i <laughs> just like, next time we're taking two cars. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so Lily, Vivian, and Oliver are at first.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also because they follow pitch and the pitch goes into the window.
0: Yeah.
1: And then Elsie just like, oh, that's my bird. And then immediately gets out of the. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, no, that's my bird. Yeah. And they have this whole thing with, like, a message. And then they kind of stare at each other in, like, a longing look. And then they
0: realize.
1: They realize that uh, there's a story behind this. So the story is. That was a great story. (laughs) Did you
0: like the story? I, I thought this was fun. I like this.
1: So Jackson Lucas he was on the land for five days after he stole a bunch of diamonds because he had, his, he'd been stealing diamonds because he had a dream of opening up an art gallery in Mexico. Yeah. I feel like there's easier ways to get the money for that.
0: No, that, that, that sounds about right. It's diamonds, diamonds stealing. Yeah.
1: So then he hides it in the staircase and then suddenly he sees like a vision of beauty and it's this, uh, what's her name? Eloise? Elsa. Elsa. I think it was Elsa, it looked like it is, but I don't, yeah, yeah it was it? Yeah, it was the
0: same, same actress.
1: She's got a little baby pigeon, and it's love at first sight. And then they kiss, and then the cops come in. Yeah. And he gets arrested. And I guess I assume at this point, Elcina was born, or she got married without thinking about Jackson, and had a kid. There's just,
0: there's just well, she's did for the, the next trial. 20 years.
1: I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway. So then they're running back and forth to people. Mm-hmm. I'm
0: sorry. It's all old music. It's all old music.
1: And then once Elsa died, she honored death, but she told said you need to keep writing to Jackson because it's going to break his heart to find out that I died. Yeah. And then Jackson also, I guess, was thinking the same thing and told Lem about it. Yeah. And so they've been writing to each other back and forth. He's keeping the fire alive. Keeping the fire alive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then as the letters kept coming, they were really liking, They was something they would enjoy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, uh, yeah, so there's that. And they're telling this to Vivian and, Lil- Vivian and Lily and Olive. And then they ask, like, where are the diamonds? And then we also find out that she's missing a leg. And she a... also
0: has a prosthetic. Yay! And that's where the diamonds are. The diamonds are inside. Holy crap. <laughs> Wonderful. There they are. Got it.
1: So we're good. We're good. And again, like, love's coming off as, like, a nice guy, even though he technically he hijacked the plane. He didn't actually murder anybody, because it turns out Pidge got caught in, like, the something. And then yeah. that caused the plane to and crash. Yep,
0: yep. So technically... So, but his actions still did result in the death of two people. Yes. But he didn't, like, directly kill them.
1: And then meanwhile, guess who arrives? Chuck and Ned and Emerson. Which Ah, isn't good. And Olive's like, oh.
0: She can do the thing that she wanted to do.
1: But she realized that it's going to really hurt Vivian and Lily, and she doesn't want to do that right now. Right. So then she quietly gets out Mm -hmm. and just says, like, she was making a pie delivery, says what the pie was, and Chuck's like, crap.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And then she says, can you wait two minutes? And Chuck's, and and they're like, what? Like, the guy's like, what? And Chuck's like, okay. Chuck
0: instantly knows. She knows what's going on here. So they get out. Mm -hmm.
1: And Mm then uh, they, and then the other ones barge in, hand up. Mm -hmm. And then Lem's arrested. He's
0: arrested. And everything gets paid. Yep.
1: Uh, Vivian, Lily, and Olive drive away. Vivian, the Lily thinks she sees Charlotte, which she technically does, but like yeah. we're gonna.
0: But yeah, but she's not like 100. percent But yeah, so that was that.
1: And then we end with a nice dance scene between Ned and Chuck, and they're wearing beekeeper
0: suits so they can touch they're each like other. They're all covered. They're all covered, so they can like. And he can catch her, and it's adorable. It's yeah, it's very cute. It's very romantic. They're so a very cute couple. That's the end. That is What do you think? Um, oh, I, I enjoyed this one. It's so cute. I really enjoyed this one. Uh, I thought that, like, yeah, no, at the end with, like, the reveal of, like, the, the love story, I that was really cute. Um, I liked how the ants had more to do this episode, um, so I like that they are still, still hanging in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like where we progressed. I will say, though... The, the blue screen was so bad in this episode. Oh, it's so... It's so... You can, like, see it so bad. I was like, I could probably key that better. It's just, like, something that, like, I...
1: Like, I will also notice, like, even, like, when sometimes, like, they go up from, like, the buildings, you yep. can tell.
0: It's really obvious. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's really obvious. And I'm like, I know we're, like, working, like, you know, f- like, 15 years ago. But, like,
1: still... Working 15 years ago, and then also, like... I don't know how much of a budget the show got.
0: Yeah, but like it's sometimes it's like a little too obvious, and it feels like a little like I know it's supposed to like I say, like, like a level whimsy. Like it feels there's like an illustrated feel to the, uh, you know the show. But like sometimes I can just tell that you're on a blue screen because you just have blue particles inside of your hair. I guess
1: like for me, what kind of makes up for that is that like the makeup's really good. Yeah. Like for like the dead people. Right. Like the glass thing looked really good.
0: Yeah, no, that that's like really good, and that's great and everything. But like blue screen. But like. I see your blue screen. Like, I see it. Like, I know. Like, I, like, um, it's right there. It's right there. Um, so, you know, that takes me as a person who, you know, has to key things a lot out of it. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, that yeah, was a pretty good, pretty, pretty good episode. I thought, like, there was, like, a, enough progression of things outside of, like, the procedural part, mm-hmm. or, like, to keep me, to keep me on board with yeah. it. So,
1: Yeah. I yeah, I like this episode a lot. It's one I go back to frequently. Not I say like there's more that I go back to more frequently, but this one I will go back to. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's fun. Yeah, it it is. It's fun. There's pie. Really there's pigeons. There's diamonds. There's
0: weird love stories. Taxidermy. Taxidermy. It's pretty. It's pretty solid spread of things. All right, you want some
1: trivia? Well, I'd love so,
0: I'd love some trivia. So the
1: song that Chris and Shannon with and Ellen Green are singing mm-hmm. is in, is uh, is harmonizing. On the 1990, they might be giant song, Birdhouse in Your Soul. Huh. In the scene where... Oh, this is a... Oh, I forgot about... It's a fun note. In the scene where Ned, Emerson, and Chuck are opening Jackson's coffin, when Chuck stalks Ned um, from touching Jackson so that she can put her sunglasses on him, she says, wait a minute, and then touches his arm. Mm Hmm. Um, But it should be noted where Ned is wearing a long sleeve, so it's
0: fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think I... I...
1: I think it was, like, a weird thing that I saw on, like, IMDB, but I don't remember. Maybe I can look it up real quick. IMDB, where are you? Oh, no, okay. I literally looked up something and it's nothing to do with this. It was the thing with the, I think it was, like, a thing about the dead fruit and how it's kind of contradicted. Uh. Because when he brings humans back to life, they still love, like, their injury. But then, like, when a fruit dies, it's just, like, it's as ripe as it was. Right. But I'm like, but then the argument is that, like, well, a human body might be more complex than fruit. Fair. Okay.
0: Fair. Even though, don't we share like ninety percent of our DNA with a banana? Do we? I don't know. Can we look at that wait, Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Well, I searched human DNA, and the next thing came up was banana. Google is listening. You share fifty percent of your no, okay, but with bananas, share about fifty. Okay. Oh, wait. Share fifty percent of the same DNA. Okay, that's weird. All right. Um, sixty percent. Sixty percent. That's so weird. But we eat bananas. Does that mean cannibalism? Maybe.
1: All right. Cultural references. Uh, this, the dead crow falling is a reference to Albert Hitchcock's The Birds, which is the first of many oh, okay. Hitchcock references.
0: Ah. Oh. We might get to one later. Oh, okay.
1: Um, when Olive opens the curtains, uh, she says, a bird that stalks down his narrow cage can barely see through his bars of rage is a quote from Maya Angelou's poem, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. Ah. Oh. Uh, Ned says he could avoid having conversation about his and Chuck's many problems, but like a cat, it will come back. He's referring to an old folk song called "The Cat Came Back," about a farmer who owned an ordinary cat that wouldn't leave because it kept coming back. Interesting. So, uh, yeah, I really like this episode,
0: and uh, I think are we like we're like kind of close to halfway through the season. Oh, dang! Already. <laughs> so, what are you feeling so far? So far, I'm just like in it for the ride. Like, I'm having a good. I'm having a good time. Um, I'm curious to see, like, I don't know, like, I, I want to know where where we're going. Like, I I just want to know. I'm curious where we're going. I guess, like, I'm kind
1: of wondering, like, if you're gonna be fully satisfied just because it was canceled. Yeah. I think with some stuff you're gonna
0: find out stuff. Which yeah. Is nice. Some stuff you're gonna find out stuff. I'm good with words. I understand what you're saying. I'm very curious. That's why I'm like opening because there's not like. There's not really any, um, like, this is kind of a procedural, so there's not any, like, myth arc stuff set up. There's not any, like, long Which I think, things. like, for the last, like, few shows we've been doing, this has been a myth arc. Yes, exactly. Like, like an overarching mystery of something. So, like, there isn't, like, right now or, like, yet or, like, ever, question mark. Um, so I'm, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, what I'm supposed to be, like, looking for. Right now I'm enjoying it. Like, I'm here. I'm, I'm enjoying the rides. And I'm, like. Maybe it's just a I show have... you should enjoy and not I... think about sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You like thinking about shows. I, I, sometimes I like thinking about things. I've, I try to, like, find things. I try to, like, look for things that I can see now that will come in handy later. Great. So, maybe I'll find something. Or not at all. The mystery continues. Yes.
1: Yes. All right, so uh, we're not going to do a comic corner for this episode. So We don't
0: got comments.
1: We don't have a set of comments, so leave your comments on our YouTube channel. And while you're there, subscribe yeah, and like so. this video and watch it. Yeah,
0: I mean, that. preferably you'd be watching it before you comment. Yes, and uh,
1: if you want to just listen to us because you're in the car and you shouldn't be watching something while you're driving. Yeah,
0: please, no distracted driving, please.
1: We are on iTunes under Witty Clothes Productions, or is it First Direction, one
0: of them? First Direction Fan. You can look up both and you'll find us.
1: So you can listen to us there and rate and subscribe and give us five stars. Yeah. And then also we're on Spotify under Witty Clothes Productions or First Direction Fan Reaction, and you can follow us there.
0: Spotify. I don't know if you can rate on
1: Spotify. Honestly, I don't
0: know. I I don't know anything about Spotify. I don't use um, it.
1: our social media. We uh, have a Facebook, so you can yeah, like us do. there and leave a comment. We share have a, our
0: posts with your grandmother.
1: Yes, we have a Twitter. You can follow us there. Tweet at us at witty clothes. And I forgot to mention. This is most importantly, we do have a Patreon. We do have
0: Patreon. I give forgot us. to mention in the last
1: episode. That's good. Give us money. Give us money. Uh, so that we can keep doing this and uh, get, figure out a better, I don't know, if our space is fine, but, uh, so we're going to do more stuff, give you more content, because we love doing this so much and we missed it so much in our hiatus due to the end of the world.
0: Yeah. It's it's still ending. Like, it hasn't stopped at, like, it's still, it's a long process. But I assure you, entropy is inevitable.
1: Yay. Yay. So give us money. Uh, there's no pat I think there's some Patreon cycles that we haven't actually, like, fixed that up in a while, but... uh I think once we build up enough patrons, we'll set up like a full thing there. Yes, I'm willing to set up a full thing there. Yeah, because I feel like those people deserve more content because they do. They do. Yeah, absolutely. But everybody deserves content. Just everybody like deserves content. it's nice
0: when we get paid. It's also nice. To get we're to get starving, our guys. I, I'm especially me. Right now. I'm very hungry right now. Me too. We should probably get some food. Yo, can we get like a snack or something? Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Okay. So,
1: uh, so join us for the next episode when we're talking about. Uh, season one, episode five, girth, and season one, episode six, bitches.
0: Ooh! Oh, this sounds like <laughs> a fun one. I'm excited. Oh, you should be. Okay. I'm okay. Now I'm scared.
1: Uh, for uh, sweaty clothes, I'm Dar Whitman. I'm Kim Pixie.